Hey, this is Coach Chestnut, and what I love about Joe Padula and the Joe Padula Show is to get to stir the pot here in Clarksville, Tennessee. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. The day is Tuesday. And this is the Joe Padula Show. I'm too sexy for my radio. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. The day is Tuesday, January 7th, 2020. <laughs> this is our Lord's Year. And this combat war veteran. Forming with the Second Brigade Combat Team Strike. 101st Airborne Division Air Assault is ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for some real talk. I am ready for some real facts. I am ready for your real opinions. And I'm definitely ready to party with a purpose. Woo! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Called passion, people. I love it. I love it. We are Clarksville's number one talk show. Why? No other talk shows out there. But besides that, I mean, we cover the news, the trending topics, honestly, without judgment. Well, we do assess things, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we have a good time in here. Relevance. Intelligence, more honesty. We got it all. I won't say which one is which. <laughs> I won't say which one's which. <laughs> but yeah, great to have you guys uh, aboard. All right, we got Bay on microphone, Clarksville native. How's it going? Bay, how many years have you lived in Clarksville, Tennessee? Yep, next month would be 43. 43? Oh, you turn 43 next month. Mm -hmm. Well, you look young. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's good, that's good. <laughs> What's your secret to looking young, Bay? Stay away from BS. Stay away from BS, right. Yeah, and stuff that stretch you out. The drama-free diet. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, how? How do you stay away from it? Well, you know, be yourself usually. Okay, that, be yourself. And that keep people, you know, the fake ones away. Ah. You know what I'm saying? People that don't like to hear the truth will always stay away. You know what? That's pretty true. I, I love hearing the truth. I do. <laughs> I do. Glad to have you here today, Bay. Nice to be here. Also, model Ashton Coleman. What's up, Ashton? How you doing? Doing good. How you? Uh, all is good. The Kentucky girl now in Clarksville. How long you been in the, the Queen City for? About a year and a half. Okay, a year and a half, and uh, I mean, uh, with, with the modeling and everything, and you guys got a, uh, coming up soon, uh, you guys have a calendar signing, right? Yes, we do. And that's through EM Modeling? EM Modeling Agency, we did a calendar for the BWC. Bikers Who Care. Bikers Who Care, it's nice. the fuel and fire Which calendar. month are you? I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. Which one do you want to be? I like July, but I probably didn't get July. All right. Now, it, it's bikini, right? It's bikini. Okay. Now, if it's like, I don't know, December or anything, it's cold. Yes. But you don't do the photo shoots that month. No. Oh, we okay. did the photo shoots in August. Oh, okay. August, September. Oh, good. Time. So all the girls are sweaty. Then, right. And humid. Right. 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 Armpits right. just, just. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tons of deodorant. Yeah. You want that calendar. 
Yes, you do. <laughs> no, it's good to have you here today, and we got a lot to go over here. Uh, let's see, and uh, and you, the listening audience. Yes, if you want to engage, you want to be a part of the conversation, you want to be part of the show, just go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page, click like, scroll down, you see that live video feed. Hopefully, it's not choppy today. We're working on the computers because we have some computer issues. Ashton's going to be checking it right now. It's, uh, what, what do you say? While we're looking at that, what's up, Anita? How are you, Anita? Anita Elmore. And yes, Michelle Wittenberg. It's uh, Cosplay uh, Cosplay Shelly checking in. What's up, Cosplay Shelly? How's it going? So Cosplay Shelly, she dresses up in all these characters and goes to all of these, like, functions. And she has filled us in on some of the creepiest people that are out there. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not one of them. You know what I mean? Right. She's, like, normal cosplay. Like, Furbies? Is that what she was telling us about? A Furby? What? What? What is it? And bronies, right? I don't know, but uh, we got to. Can't wait to get Michelle back in the studio. Ah, uh, Petra checking in. What's up, Petra? How you doing? Another Clarksville native. Nicole Lynn checking in. Roland, how you doing, Roland? Uh, and there's Ashton Coleman. Nice, Ashton. Good times. Hey, don't forget to share this on your timeline. All right, we need your help spreading the word. So just take that little share button, click it. Right to your timeline, right to your groups, whatever. Start a watch party. I don't care. As long as the word gets out, that effective conversation is happening within our borders. Definitely weigh in on your comments. Click those like, click the down likes. It doesn't matter. I just want your true and honest thoughts on things. Even if the show's crap. I I love that. I wish that hater would call in more often. (laughs) He uh, he got upset, though. He cursed on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Don't drop F-bombs. If you ever call on the show, which you're more than welcome to, the number is right there. All right, call the show, boom. But just no F-bombs, all right? Please. Right. Uh, a, little, a little hateful. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was hateful, but I loved it. I loved it. It was funny. It was funny. All right, let's get right into it, okay? Our first topic of the day coming up. The surveys are in. And can you guess what is overwhelmingly America's rudest city? Also, uh, did you see where Nashville landed on this list? Unreal. So we're going to go over what is the actual criteria of being rude. What do I have to do that makes me considered rude? I want your guys' thoughts and opinions on this. Plus, also, if you go into a Walmart, do you now have to watch out for bed bugs? Uh huh. Who's uh-uh. dirty? Oh, boy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> America! Mm-mm. You're next on the Joe Padilla Show. Mm. Absolutely. This is Lawyer Wayne. Check me out at lawyerwayne.com and check me out on TikTok at Lawyer Wayne. You're listening to the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. So, one of the most stressful things to do is buy or sell a house. Well, that all changes. Why? Shelly Holiday Realtor Remax North Star. She eliminates the stress parts of buying or selling a house. She'll work that deal. She networks. She knows how to do it. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Remax North Star. Yeah. And you want her. I'll yeah, tell you popping what. on here her for Facebook a second. Page. She's Shelly Holiday, Realtor Doing the commercials. Remax North Star. Shelly, Shelly Holiday. Where is Shelly today? Hey, this is LaToya Cavanaugh. You listen to the Joe Bethula Show. He's way funnier than DJ Pryor. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Model Ashen, can you dance? No. No? Here, give it a shot. There she... Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. You can. Okay, that is... But that's all right. You know how to walk that catwalk and... Uh, <laughs> 
Good. Got to make sure to uh, get those uh, BWC calendars with the EM models that are coming out soon. Glad to have you aboard today. Thank you. Bay. How's it going? Bay, if you go into Walmart, do you now have to watch out for bed bugs? <laughs> I don't know. Bed bugs. I hope not. Wally World, man. <laughs> well, someone appears to have deliberately tried to release bed bugs oh. into a Walmart. Sabotage. We're okay at the moment oh, because this is in Pennsylvania. But for those <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Was it that ex Who would do that? Well, police are uh, searching for whoever was behind this Ashton. So the manager from the Walmart, it's in, uh, it's in Edinburgh, it's uh, northwestern uh, Pennsylvania. So the manager there contacted police Saturday <laughs> after a uh, after store employees found pill bottles with the bugs in them. Mm-mm. I just want to know who has a supply of bed bugs, you know? <laughs> right. Dirty folk. <laughs> Just has a supply of them. Just let me have this have one on deck, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some elements of the story, including whether the bugs were alive, are it, not not confirmed yet. But check this out. It started Thursday. All right, when when they uh, when the store staff found a uh, closed pill bottle containing the live bugs, okay, uh, in a boy's jacket for sale in the clothing section of the department store, right? Okay. Well, they threw it in the trash. But a day later, a hygiene service contractor, contacted by Walmart, found bugs crawling in the meds, men's fitting room. Ugh. That makes me nervous to buy anything from Walmart. I'm just saying, be on the lookout. I'm not, I'm not trying to condemn or say, yeah, you're an aid to a business. Just, if you start itching. Yikes. So, um... Well, state troopers were uh, were testing the bottles for fingerprints. <laughs> While uh, sore officials were reviewing the surveillance videos, I can't wait to because they're gonna find out who oh, did yeah. this, right? Yeah. I mean, video. Yeah. There's cameras everywhere in Walmart. Yes. And even in the men's room. That's why I stay longer in there. <laughs> Makes me feel good about myself. I want to give them a little show. You know, I take mm-hmm. care of myself. <laughs> I, I feel bad for the ones <laughs> surveying the videos in Walmart, Bay. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Let me give them a treat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so um, Walmart said it's taking the the matter pretty seriously. Yeah, they could have been sued for that. Let me tell you, this could really hurt business. A Walmart spokeswoman. Said that uh, she did not know whether the store had to throw any uh, merchandise away. Oh no! You know you throw that jacket out. You throw that jacket out. Yeah. Yeah. You burn that jacket. I, I no. Well, okay. Do you throw at the clothes if the bottles, okay, containing these bed bugs, were not open? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. This to be safe. You know, you can't get rid of those unless it's like heat. Heat gets rid of them. Yeah. That's why it's so hard for people to get them out of their homes. Here's what you do. Walmart, you do something good. You donate these clothes to Goodwill. All right? <laughs> oh. Yes. Donate them to Goodwill. They, yep. They, no, they, they clean their clothes anyway. Bed bug discount. Mm. Right. <laughs> 
The U.S. Uh, Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention say that bed bugs live off of the blood of people and animals. They like fleas. Oh, that just gave me the heebie-jeebies. They, yeah. like, they like fleas. They can hide for long periods of time, too, without even a yep. meal. Yeah. A meal. They, they say come, a meal. They come out when they get like hungry. I'm their meal. Yeah, we're their mm. meals. I'm, I'm no bugs meal. <laughs> Maybe some mosquitoes in the summer, but... Yeah. They say they're usually transported by travelers uh, stowing away in luggage and clothes and otherwise hiding in in a bedding and in furniture. Oh, yes, sir. Gross, man. <laughs> Gross. I gotta wash my sheets. You always wash. I, no, but I gotta. I gotta. It's got me thinking the story. <laughs> I gotta make sure. You gotta 100%. I, I gotta make sure. I just washed mine two days ago, but yeah. I gotta go ahead and wash them again. More of the story. Wash your sheets. Wash your sheets. What about the mattress, though? How do you wash the mattress? You can. Uh, what do you just spray it with Lysol and stuff? You can get one of those uh, steam cleaners. Right. Oh yeah, that's and right. Do it that way. Yeah. So you steam it. Uh huh. So you burn them. Basically. Because they gotta burn. <laughs> Melting. What, what a world. What a world. What a world. <laughs> All right, so the surveys are in, okay? Can you guess what is overwhelmingly America's rudest city? Type in your answers on the Facebook. <laughs> What's your answer? New York. You're go why? Just I just feel like people are rude there. That's a rude answer. <laughs> Bay? A city with that have a lot of protests. Okay. Which one? Name a city. Washington, D.C. You're going D.C. is the rudest. So yeah. it's down to New York and D.C. I'm driving here. The c- <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> survey by Insider and uh, Survey Monkey. <laughs> That's the name of the company. What? I'm allowed to say that. Well, they say that uh, out of their survey, 2,000 plus Americans were asked to rank what they believed were the five rudest U.S. cities from a list of 50. With a landslide of 34% going to New York City. Nice job, Ash. <laughs> thank you. Nice thank job. You, thank you, thank you. You, you and your, your bias right there got you, got you a victory. Thank you, thank you. I've never even been there. I just was thinking, you know. It's all the movies that I watch. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, New York City, followed by Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., number three. Chicago and Boston. Yeah, the people where a lot of people are. I was thinking Los Angeles as well. Yeah, a lot of people. Memphis is number 36 on the list. Really? <laughs> Nashville is number 33. Really? Yeah. Boy. I feel like everyone in Nashville is really nice. Depends on your location. I guess so. <laughs> so many outsiders are now moving to this area mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And they bring that attitude, if you will. Right. And that's the thing. As a guy that lived in New York, you know, from Jersey, it's not really rude. It's it's very upfront and very to the point, very direct. I don't consider that rude. Is, what makes somebody rude? What's the criteria, Sebastian? For you, somebody's rude. I don't know. I grew up in the South, so <laughs> I, my idea of rude is it's completely totally different. different. <laughs> like I, I, I find bless your heart is rude. It's only rude if I mean it that way. Like, there's a different bless your heart mm-hmm. than bless your heart. Yeah. Like, Who I can tell? say, Do it yeah. okay, so I can say, bless your heart, as in, like, my daughter's sick. So I'm like, bless your heart, uh-huh. you poor baby. Right. Or I could be like, bless your heart. And that just means like a big old bleep to somebody else. Yeah. You <laughs> <So>, big dummy. <laughs> you big dummy. So bless your heart is kind of like our forget about it. Right. Right. It could either mean, 
Ah, oh, you, you got the math question wrong? Forget about it. Or it can be... Wait a minute. You got the math question wrong? Forget about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. This freaking guy. <laughs> right. Forget about and it. And that's the truth. No, I ain't kidding. Bay, what's the uh, what's the rudest thing for you? Somebody does something. What's the, the ultimate rudest thing? <laughs> Spit on me. Sp- spitting? <laughs> I mean, that's... I think that's... That's beyond that's assault. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's borderline assault, Bay. That is rude. <laughs> I can't. Uh, what I what really gets my goat is uh, when I see people in restaurants being rude to the service. Yeah. Yes. I can't I stand, stand it. That. Like 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 rude. Like almost entitled. Yes. And I think entitlement is a form of rudeness, in my opinion. Mm. Right? I agree. You know, mm. bougie. <laughs> yes. Bougie is rude. Yeah. I think it's rude when people shake my hand, but they don't shake it. Firmly. Oh, like, like like they have a limp noodle. <laughs> well, they sell pills for that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach Chestnut, how you doing? Coach Chestnut, what's the uh, rudest thing someone could have could has done to you or could do to you? Rudest thing, because uh, we just found out New York City, according to uh, this survey, is the rudest city in America. This is number one. Was a P town. I would say. Ask me where I was from. Oh, okay. Oh, you, because I was wearing a dashiki. That's rude to you. Yeah. What's it? Oh, the dashiki. Oh, yeah. you're a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just because you have a dashiki on, you must be from a yeah. foreign land. Yeah. yeah. Right. Speaking of which, uh, how are your Iran buddies? All right. I, Iran's a bit pissed. Oh yeah. I'll tell you what. They still pissed about the last time we shot down a plane. So. Oh my God! But mm. let me tell you, Baghdad guy gets off the plane, take him out. Boom, the precision. Unbelievable. No, I'm not shocked by the precision, though. No, I mean, the, the you technology the videos that on we you, have? Yeah, the videos on YouTube make it very clear. If they want you, they're going to get you. <laughs> right. And then, and then they, uh, they released a uh, picture to confirm the death of uh, the uh, Suleimani, of the General Suleimani of Iran. But they can't get any video surveillance footage of Jeffrey Epstein in his cell. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you know, it's probably like, bad reception. Like, you know what bad I mean? Like, <laughs> like, oh, 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 yeah, he's dead. Look, here's the video. Uh, Epstein, is he dead? I don't know. We don't have the video. Uh, and, I love those um, memes. Um, oh, my God. Boy. And, boy. <laughs> I'm still waiting for them to figure out who killed uh, Big N Tupac. Uh, well, I mean, they, they already know who did that. Mm-hmm. When are they going to put it out? They already know who did that. Well, he's in jail now. <laughs> no, that no. dude did. Both dudes are dead, I believe. Yeah, oh, they are. Shug, well, the, Shug's dead? No, not Shug. No. The oh. people who they believe. Oh, they, they finally got him, so they locked him up. Uh-huh. <laughs> the people they believe who did it, but yeah. I feel like they still need to charge him. That's, I think they were would have been a part of history, actually. Yeah, you stir in the pot. <laughs> not as good literally, as you. Literally. <laughs> not as good literally. as you. Literally. Like, I need, hey, I need uh, this coffee. I learned to appreciate coffee these days. <laughs> All right, coming up, New Year, new menu. Chick-fil-A is removing some items that might make you mad. (laughs) Little Caesars is finally offering customers all the uh, pizza chains have already been offering. Real cheese. And (laughs) (laughs) is Hooters going meatless? What? And uh, to be honest, how does Hooters get away with hiring only hotties? It's a kind. Uh, Bates, a tease. <laughs> Babe, get upset. Bates, a tease. <laughs> Plus, what is McDonald's playing to keep away the homeless? 
Well, these are the news <laughs> stories that I pull when I haven't eaten all day. Next on the Joe Padula Show. Mm. Absolutely. Hi there. This is Hannah Price with Voice of Choice. And, oh, my God, I'm here with the best interviewer I've ever met. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's now a lie. Joe Padula of the Joe Padula Show here. And Christy K. May of Legend Acres. She has the ways to get your puppy to truly enjoy life. Legend Acres offers horse and dog boarding, horse and dog training, small pet boarding, riding lessons, after-school programs, youth camps at such affordable prices. They're located right over there in Stewart County. For more information and registration details, just go to legendacresboarding.com. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. This is Water Dogs Rich from Water Dogs Scuba and Safety. What do I love about the Joe Padula Show? you got a veteran like Joe going after his dreams and bringing so many people together from so many different walks of life here in Clarksville. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show, absolutely. Ashton, do that dance. Do the dance again. Ashton's been showing us how not to dance, Coach Chestnut. <laughs> she got a little bounce to yeah. her. You know, she's right. been in the club a couple of times. She went She went to the prom by herself, by the way. That I don't believe. I yep. did. Mm-hmm. She, I did. She got dumped, and then uh, she still went to her prom. Somebody dumped you before prom? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that was a guess. What's, what's his name? Well, his name is Landon. Land, what's Landon first name? Last name? can't tell you. I What's his like, address? What city and state does he live in? He lives in Texas. Oh, but this was back in Texas? Back Landon, you hating life now, aren't you, Landon? Landon. <laughs> he did. We And my grandmother made my prom dress. My grandma oh. made my prom dress. So, so you had funny. to use it. Now, did you I feel did. awkward going there alone? Uh, I mean, did you no. did you take the picture by yourself and just, like, pretend to I hold t- somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. That would have been hilarious. Right? But no, I... I how was the limo took- ride all by yourself? Was that okay? Was that fun? I drove my my best friends and I. We all got together and they didn't have dates either, so we all just kind of went together. Okay, there you go. There you go. Independent women. Yes, that's what right. we are. Yeah, yeah. Wanting that's, a man while yeah, you're exactly. there. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing we had prom dates. That's okay. right. That's right. I went to four proms. Four proms. I wore the same t- suit twice. <laughs> I, did go I to ran a- out. I ran out. I did go to a prom before that, and I did have a date to that one. But my last, my senior prom, the one that counts, I did not have a date. My biggest mistake was a wedding. I got permission to bring two dates, two girls. I thought I was the Mac. Oh, yeah, you were. I thought. That is Mac. Until they both canceled. Yeah. And then because the whole time, you know, here it was. I was young Joe Padula. Hey, you don't, you know, Joe Padushbeg. I got two dates coming. Hey, you got one? I got two dates coming. Beautiful girls. Look at them. And they're like, all right, all right, kid. Nobody cares. And then the whole night. So, Joe. Where's your pen pals at? So, so where's he dates? Anybody that went alone, I try to get their girder. I was trying to collect girders. <laughs> I had about four, four or five on my rearview mirror in my car. I thought I was the man. You player, you. No, player. I just was accomplished. I didn't, I didn't get anything out of it. Another notch on the belt. A garter. <laughs> I was, I was so a virgin. Hey, uh, what is McDonald's? Uh, what is McDonald's playing to keep away the homeless? No more free life. Gospel. Go- uh, you're saying gospel, Coach Chestnut. You're saying they're playing gospel music gospel to keep music. away the music, uh, the homeless. No Bet? more free Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. You're saying that they are playing no more free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Ashton, model Ashton. No more free water. No more free water. They're playing no more free water. Mm-hmm. Well, like a message. Am I missing something? Well, residents around McDonald's, this is in Sacramento. 
They're kind of fed up with the restaurant's blasting of bagpipe music. Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> that he is a bit music. depressing. I was saying, whoops. And they're saying it's to deter the homeless people from, from uh, I don't say hanging out there, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, the restaurant, okay, let's look at it, look at it on that Broadway, too. It's been blaring the music 24 hours a day until now some of the neighbors are complaining. Hey, do you want to see what I'm talking about? <laughs> if I'm homeless, I don't care about music as long as I'm warm and right. dry. Here, uh, if you want right. to see what we're looking at, just go to that mm-hmm. Joe Padula Show Facebook page. Click like, scroll down, you see that live video feed, <laughs> all right? Here, take a look. See so what this is all about. <laughs> Bagpipes. Bagpipes. Mm-hmm. Who came up with that? I don't you know? know but this Somebody got to know, do they tell you? Hey, I can't <laughs> wait for the new computer. For I tomorrow. know you can't wait. People living in Midtown Sacramento getting an earful from a nearby McDonald's bag. How would you like to be that lady? You just, just you're just eating your lunch. You're made to look like a slob now at McDonald's. She contaminate her insides and her hearing. <laughs> just please, man, be careful. They just mopped, okay? Pipes <laughs> blasting nonstop. It's supposed to keep the homeless away, but residents say it's driving them crazy. CBS 13's Rob Malcolm is live with the bag pipe backlash, Rob. Yeah, that's right, guys. You know, and right now the music has been turned off, but we talked with three restaurant managers here at this McDonald's about the bagpipe music that's been blaring from the loudspeakers. They declined to comment, but neighbors here certainly had a lot to say. <laughs> oh my God! Twenty-fourth is open twenty-four hours, and some neighbors complain this sound. I'm surprised like the ACLU hasn't got involved. Nah, okay, I, they win. That that's, is annoying. <laughs> in the first couple days, they had it on 24-7. So if we wouldn't have said anything or reported it to the police. I'm confused. Is he homeless or is he one of the residents? I think he's one of the residents. Okay, all right. <laughs> if I was a resident still. and they were playing bad pies, I would be ticked off. Him... Unless I was Scottish, then I'd be like, thank you. Especially Sacramento. It's beautiful. Mm. Scrooge McDuke. <laughs> Crazy. It actually penetrates through the walls. Like, we can hear it. And I'm trying to watch TV or whatever, and it's going through that. The bad music home. is intended to drive the homeless away, and it doesn't appear to be working. I think it's an absurd action to stay, to take instead of actually dealing with the issue. The idea of weaponized sound is nothing new. This 7-Eleven in West Hollywood loops classical. This 7-Eleven in Sacramento replaced classical with the soothing sounds of this. Oh, but here in Broadway, could you imagine? I would not. Could, I, I, I wouldn't go in there. Yeah, well, how do they stay, stay in business? That piercing noise? How, uh, how do they stay in business? It's raining bagpipes over, over, <laughs> and over again. Talk uh, about <laughs> Sticks in your head when you're like... I bet. Else, I bet all day it's in the back of their brain. Going Arnold to wishes he could pull the plug. He's even talked to restaurant management. <laughs> oh, they said they'll talk to the corporate uh, people up higher. What is this thing on his eye? What is that little ball right there? Underneath his, uh, above his left eye. Look, he got beat up one day. Moly, 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 moly. <laughs> that's all they said they could do, really. Requests from CBS 13 fell on deaf ears, but Arnold's downstairs neighbor, at least, 
had his covered. You know, I turn off the leaf blower and I can still hear the bagpipes. <laughs> this guy's walking around with the ear protection. Mm. In his house? No, I'm not doing that. Count yourself lucky. No, here's the thing. That guy was working in the garage, it looked like, so he's put that on. I bet the news broadcaster was mm -hmm. like, listen, can you keep those put ear things on, right? For right. The story. I know you don't hear me that well, but leave them on. Yeah, leave them on. Right. This would be great. If you're eating with earbuds, and if you're not, no help. Oh, there she is again. Poor lady. Offensive to me because oh, it's so is. annoying. <laughs> Do what you will to annoy the homeless, but keeping your neighbors happy isn't that easy. It's annoying us instead. Why do you think the homeless are there for the uh, bathrooms yeah, and such? Yeah, so here is the restaurant. Probably. If you look just across the street, here are the homes. Residents here, uh, as I said, they've complained to restaurant. Men. I'll tell you what. I mean, you go, you go dumpster diving. Yeah, I mean, they, they throw out a lot of food there. I used to work at mm -hmm. uh, when I was in high school mm -hmm. after wrestling practice. I used to work at the KFC Taco Bell, and I mean, they just you throw out, you yeah. throw out the rest of it. Management. Uh, they've been asked to talk to corporate, and they're waiting for a response and some sort of a resolution. Yeah, yes. wondering if they've turned it off for now because they know we're live right yeah, now. Yeah, so we'll manager's like, oh, crap, the cameras are out there. Turn mm, it off. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> you, you know, I typically don't give a lot of money to people that's asking for money. But when I was in Ohio, I stopped and got gas. And I seen this homeless guy, what I believe to be homeless. He went right in the trash can and pulled out some food and stuck in his mouth and ate it. And right then and there, I went in the store and went and bought him some food and something to drink. I was like, if he's faking, that's cool. He earned this. Yeah, he like, earned he, this. He thing. earned this. Mm -hmm. I felt bad. I, like, I could not watch another human like literally eat out the trash can. I was like, that, he could have been faking. I don't know. But he earned that. I don't know how you fake that, though. Model Ashton, you're the Mickey D's manager. What right. music would you play? In order to deter non-paying customers, German opera. Okay, German opera. Uh, well, how does it sound? Let's hear an example. Um. Nor verdizent Sudkent. I don't know. I sang German opera in high school, so that was like what I like. Can you sing opera? No, not anymore. Oh, what do you mean not anymore? I just can't do it anymore. Oh. It's like something you have to like practice and work out your muscles and your throat and stuff. But I just don't do that anymore. Bay, you got to play one song on repeat to deter non-paying customers. What song is it going to be? Some K-pop. Oh, uh, uh, Korean pop. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> that's a good one. Right, that one female group. I forgot their name. Yeah, just make sure it's not Gangnam style. Okay, oh, no, it's, okay. It's not that's gonna, what I would play. Every, every, everybody like that. One. Yeah, that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Every, doing that every, stupid dance. You got, you got to pick out the song. Then know what? 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 <laughs> what are you picking, Coach Chestnut? Um, that song by the Puppies, Yo Mama on Crack Rock. I, I don't know it. You've never heard this song? No, but I'll have to look into Man, it. Man, that was the funniest song. Model Ashton, do you know the song? I have no idea. You, you never no, heard that song? No. We're not alone then. We used to tease people. <laughs> it's a song called Your Mama on Crack Rock. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if someone point that song towards you, that means that's offensive. You got, you got to fight over that. Yeah. Ashton, I'm feeling very white at the moment. <laughs> Me too. Okay. No, it's actually universally offended. Uh, of offensive. course. Of course. Mm. Look it up. Look it up. Hey, uh, it real quick, new year, new menu. Chick-fil-A, I know uh, it's, uh, this is like America's favorite uh, fast food chain now, according to the surveys, but they're removing some items that might get you upset. So uh, they made this announcement that it's taking certain items off the menu. And uh, they're, they're going to be testing in certain markets in order to make uh, more room for... They're going for a spicier selection. 
They're making some more spicy food. The, the keep up with Popeye's. Yeah, I, I, I think that's exactly what it <laughs> is. Yeah, that's what it is. To battle the, the, mm-hmm. the Popeye's craze. Yep. Yep. So they got uh, they got this uh, this new grilled spicy deluxe sandwich. Okay, it looks a lot like the uh, the Popeye sandwich. <laughs> right, this uh, the spicy chicken strips, spicy uh, chicken strips of biscuit, the whole bit. But with these new additions, the chain is eliminating. They're, they're getting rid of the uh, the breakfast sausage, the sunflower multi green bagel, the original chicken strips. So you can't get them. Chicken strips, the regular ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, look, look at Ashton. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the, here's what uh, I ate from there. The grilled cool wrap. Okay. That's gone. And also the side salad's gone. What? Yeah. Sal- salad's actually pretty good. It's gone. Well, I thought you were going to say mac and cheese, and I was about to get in a fight with the whoever <laughs> decided to do that. McDonald's on macaroni and cheese? Uh, no, this is Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> But hold on. I mean, this is, uh, they're testing it in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Arizona. And, okay. So, but if proven successful, the changes could possibly be made nationwide. <sighs> Sorry. Little Caesars finally offering customers all the other pizza chains offer. Any guesses? Cheese. Cheese. Real cheese. Real cheese. Delivery. Very good, Bay. Delivery. Very good, mm-hmm. yes. Little season never yep. delivered. I yep. love they, not having to get out of the house. Right. Mm-hmm. You actually eat that? Their pizza's okay. I mean, I haven't had it in a long time. I get a piece of the kids. That's what <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of siblings, so when they come to my house, I'm not see, feeding I, them yep. a five-star meal. They're getting Little Caesars. Smart, right. Smart. <laughs> Track team, Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Me. <laughs> Dominoes, like before, like <laughs> before Uber Eats, before yeah. you know restaurants delivered. Mm-hmm. It was pizza that delivered. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And Chinese food too. Chinese, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Chinese yeah. food. I can't good. do that. Mm. And then, uh, <laughs> but now it was never Little Caesars. That was their policy. I don't know why, but here's what they're doing now. This year, 2020, boom, they're going to be doing some uh, Little Caesars delivery, but it's not going to be a Little Caesars. Okay, they're teaming up with. Uh, Te- DoorDash, or- uh, DoorDash, very good, yeah. Bay. And uh, mm. he- check this out also. With it, if you get delivery, two ninety nine delivery fee, and a ten percent service charge. Hey, why don't you just make it the price? It'd be what, yeah. it's what is that about the ten percent? Like, it's, say I ordered uh, twenty bucks, I got to pay a, 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 a two dollar uh, a two dollar like service fee on top of the two ninety nine mm-hmm. delivery get? charge. That's Have how you-, you go when you do that. Man. Have you been to Zany's lately? No, no, what's the name? Oh, the comedy. The comedy yeah, Nashville. yeah. It's been a little bit, but yeah. The, I have a big problem with them with that. You know, they implemented that alcohol tax, uh-huh. which was 18% Ooh. of your bill, right? And then they put another 18% gratuity tax, I mean 15% um, alcohol tax, and then they automatically put 18% tax for gratuity. And I'm a really good tipper, and I'm like, I'm offended. I'm like, the service may not always be to that point, but... By the time you get your bill, you didn't add another 30, 40% onto your bill. Service is tough there, too. Yeah. I mean, especially when you, the place is packed. Yes. I, I you mean, already know you better order when you get there. Yeah, yeah. You order when you get there. You don't order something and wait for them to come back. Yes. Right. You get two, get your two stiff drinks right then <laughs> and your food. <laughs> is Hooters going meatless? Ooh. And a move that will likely prompt hundreds. Of American lonely dads <laughs> <laughs> to suddenly go vegetarian. 
Hooters has announced the debut of its meatless, unreal wings. It's just the wings. Mm-mm. All right, the so wings. So weird. The, the, uh, the wings made using a meatless alternative uh, uh, type of food here is now available. Uh, tofu? 318 Hooters restaurants across the country. Now, in what the chain is calling the largest meatless wing launch on uh, the, uh, the, the casual dining stage. Here, let's take a look at the video. Mm-hmm. They, they did this video where they gave it to the girls, the Hooters girls, okay? And uh, which you used to be one. Isn't that right, Ashton? Yes, I did. For how long were at Hooters? I was there for only a couple months, like four months. Four months. Mm-hmm. My sister, my oldest sister, used to work there for like eight years, but she had to stop. You know why? Because <laughs> it's not called Saggies. Uh, right. Uh, right. Yikes. How so, did they get this new meat on the bone, though? Here, let's take a look. I think it's boneless. Yeah, right? it's boneless. Oh. Try our new boneless wing, but didn't tell them it was meatless. Meatless? I would never even know. It's so good. Hooters presents great tasting chicken free wings, the world's first unreal wings. That's sound disgusting. Bliss? I would never even know. Wait, wait. She didn't even swallow. Hooters presents. <laughs> not much exploded from that, by the way. There was not much of an explosion. Notice it wasn't two hands. It was just one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I was just trying to think. It's like, great tasting chicken free wings. Could that the even world's be? first. It's not. They're lying. You know? What is it made out of, first of all? One of my friends is vegan, and she had me meet her at some vegan place for lunch. I don't mind trying new things every now and again, but I had some meatless chicken patty, and I'll just tell you, it tastes like dirt. <laughs> I'd rather like just dirt. eat vegetables if I'm going to do that. Just give me right. a bag of vegetables. Right. <laughs> just let me eat some celery. Well, Ashton, maybe, uh, model Ashton, maybe you can answer this because... Uh, a lot of people ask this question. How does Hooters avoid hiring many males or unattractive waiters with such strict hiring laws in the U.S.? I, so technically, mm-hmm. you're not a waitress. Right. You mm-hmm. are an entertainer. entertainer. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's how they get away with it. That's right. They and, sign an entertainer's contract. And yes. you, you got to be able to fit in this uniform. Yeah, yes. And so mm-hmm. they take a picture of you when you're first hired. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to stay looking for the rest of the time that you work there. That's right. Dang, really? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They it, do. It's in that, the contract. That's the way standards by contract. You can't have tattoos. You have to cover up every single one of your tattoos with makeup before you come into work. How many you, times would, uh, would guys uh, hit on you there? Daily. Daily? Daily. What, what were some of the pickups? Numbers. How one, would they give you the phone numbers? So one guy uh-huh. told me, I told him he looked like Chris Hemsworth. Now, so did you mean that? or He you, really did from far away. If you close one eye, he kind of looked far, like Chris Hemsworth. Wait, one eye. And have a bottle or two. Okay, With yeah. cataracts. <laughs> and, and he said, he, he gave me his number, and he left his number, and he said, call if you ever want to get the hammer. Oh my <laughs> god! Because <laughs> he's trying to smash. And I said, I, I honestly, I read it. You uh, didn't get it. No, I did not call that. Yeah. Man. No, yeah. no, I understood what he said. Does he own a hardware said, shop? This I understood what he meant, oh, okay, but good. I did not call him. That was so funny, though. That sure. was one of the funniest ones. And I've they would thought. write it on the receipts. These the phone numbers. Yeah, he wrote it on. Well, he wrote it on a napkin. Have, oh, how classy! <laughs> Has any of the uh, have, have any work? No. No, you never... Uh, I never called any of them, no, because no. it was work. And some people would try to add me on Snapchat and stuff, uh-huh. and I'd like, let them add me, but then I wouldn't add them back. Okay. Just to get a better tip, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just a tip. <laughs> she got a, <laughs> just a tip. She got a hustler. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's how, gotta hustle it out. That's how you're supposed to do it, though. Ever get touched? 
No. No, right? No one touched me. I'd smack the crap out of That's right. That's right. <laughs> and she has a little thug in her. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like your wife material right here. <laughs> right? My, one of my best friends calls me her little ice cream sandwich. She said that I, I act not a lot of white, but not a, a lot of black. black. Yeah. <laughs> she calls me yeah. a little Oh, black. you're a double stuffed Oreo. <laughs> That's what she double. said. <laughs> so you got to find the song your mama uh, on Crack Rock then. That's what you got to do. <laughs> All right, we'll find the crack song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, let's play uh, Let's play detective with a story, okay? It's, uh, it's of a woman who got trapped in a donation bin for days that needs help solving. Okay? You know, one of those donation bins where you throw the clothes in? She... <laughs> Plus, also, I got uh, some of those headlining stories that are turning heads with Say What? Say What? Say, Say what? what? Nice. Yeah, we harmonize on that. Hey. <laughs> Say What is next on the Joe Padilla Show. Absolutely. This is Bay of the Joe Padilla Show, live Monday through Friday, 3 to 5. Absolutely. The following is a paid advertisement for legal services. Hello, Clarksville. Lawyer Wayne here. Did you know that the United States puts more of its citizens in jail and prison than any other country in the world? If you've been charged with a crime, don't become another statistic. Visit me at LawyerWayne.com. Learn about your rights. Learn about your options. I offer free consultations. Come to my office downtown at 120 South 2nd Street. Let me see if I can help. Know your rights. Know your options. LawyerWayne.com. Salutations. This is Casey Bryant with Local Clarksville. Don't forget to download our app to find local places to eat, shop, and play. You're listening to The Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Joe Padula here. I see you watching the video. Do you want to be in the video? Come join us in the studio. All you got to do is go to the Joe Padula Show Facebook page, click like, send a private message. It's too easy. Absolutely. All right. Ooh. I hate, uh, I hate it when, when equipment is uh, substandard. That changes tomorrow. In the meantime, let's play uh, a little detective here with a story of a woman uh, trapped in a donation bin for days that needs help solving. Today's detectives, Detective Bay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Criminal investigator, Coach Chestnut. Hey. And yes, um... DNA collect their model Ashton. What? DNA collector. I don't get it. I don't wow. get it. Come on, that's that's what I was saying. That, that's that's that pretty good. good. I got to give you credit on that one. I didn't clever. see that one coming. Yeah, I didn't either. I was, I was sitting here thinking, what am I? What am I going to be? Forensic scientist. Uh, <laughs> sorry, a lot of testosterone in the room. <laughs> All right, well, yesterday, a New Jersey woman, okay, she was rescued from a clothing donation bin, okay, and she uh, claimed she was trapped inside there for nearly three days. That's a long time. Yeah. What's he, he climbing in there for? That's well, what I'm saying. Well, Bay, this happened in Patterson, okay? Patterson, not the nicest, uh, not the nicest area in Jersey. Is there anything nice? Yes, of course. In Patterson? No, not a Patterson. No, uh, no not a Patterson. Yeah. It's about 20 miles outside of uh, NYC. But Patterson police officials said that the unnamed 38-year-old woman said that she was reaching into a bin behind an apartment building in Patterson on Friday night when someone pushed her, <laughs> causing her to tumble inside. Hmm. But Patterson Police Director Jerry Speciali, well, he said that uh, the woman's story of how she fell in may be unlikely. 
The rescue marked the third time in two years that the apparently homeless woman needed to be saved from the inside of a clothing donation bin. The same one? Same one. <laughs> oh, I don't know if it's the same bin. Oh, okay. She might be moving from bin to bin. Bin to bin, trying to find some stuff. She a bin hopper. Bin hopper. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like bin dumpster diving. Yes, but, yeah. but for clothes and what have you. Looking for hammers. <laughs> Police said that the woman was rescued Monday after a passerby heard her screams around 11.30 a.m. and dialed 911. A woman was freed and taken to uh, St. Joseph's Regional Medical Center after uh, appearing to have frostbite. Have who bite? Frostbite. Oh, frostbite. Yeah. Put a, put a glove. <laughs> you can find the glove in there, right? Police yeah, are suspicious of the story and continue to investigate. Sure it was kind of dark in there, though. But mm-hmm. evidently, they don't have a lot of clothes in that bin or something not right. Why was all them clothes she couldn't keep warm? Why can't you get out? Because she couldn't find her drugs, is why. Oh, you think? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, no, that was it. You think she was out for like a couple days? I think that she dropped her drugs and then she fell inside trying to get the drugs and then she got so high. Why was know? she in there in the first place? Because she was, she was reaching over there, but then she dropped her drugs. They said, oh, my goodness, uh-huh. I can't leave my drugs. And right. She tried to balance herself in there. Then she fell inside. And then while she was inside, she's like, okay, I get high now. How do you fall inside those things? Aren't yeah. Small, like a small shoe. Well, I, because you high. Don't they have like a right? If if I those donation bins, there's a little lever that you push down mm-hmm. to. Maybe she couldn't. Maybe there's no handle on the inside. There is. She must be real little though, or has that one that goes up and drops down. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Right. She gotta be pretty little. Though. Just trying to think about how to escape the inside. That, of that you want to go try it? Not really. Nope. Don't do it. <laughs> Bay. We got you. You walk by, you hear screams coming from a donation bin. What do you do immediately? <laughs> knock on it. Oh, you knock. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Somebody in there? Man. How'd you get in there? What you doing in there? How'd they get her out? <laughs> they have a little key thing. Oh, in yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh, man. That's crazy. Goofy. Yeah. Mm. I say we try to put you inside and see if... I say we do not. <laughs> we I got mean, you. We're yeah, not going to leave it. you there for three days. Yeah, I know, but... What's up, Russell? What's up, Mags? You can model. What's up, Jess? You find in there. <laughs> Hot mess, Jess. Sorry if, they, if it's all choppy. We're going to fix the video tomorrow, but you get the audio. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. No video. Well, I mean, it's just choppy. That's all. It's just choppy. Because of this... this Dagnabbit computer. <laughs> Don't worry. It gets fixed tomorrow. Here we go. Hey. Ho! 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 Now, some of those headlining stories that are turning heads with. Say what? Say what? Say what? Yeah, say what? Here, do the, do the dance, Ash. Do the dance. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. The Kentucky girl dance. The Texas girl dance. There she goes. Mama, It's always fists, too. It's always fists. So she's got the fist dance. All right. Well, sometimes when people uh, say they will kill for something, it's usually for family, friends, and loved ones, right? Sometimes when somebody <laughs> says they will kill for something in Florida, it's a woman at McDonald's and over a packet of sweet and sour sauce. Say what? <laughs> what? I believe you. They're killing those Popeye chicken sandwiches. Man. So the Florida woman... I guess she wasn't not loving it. <laughs> she was arrested last week. Accused of threatening McDonald's employees when she didn't get the, the dipping sauces that she wanted in her meal. So here's where it went down. This was early Wednesday morning, okay? 19-year-old Maguire Marie McLaughlin. Doesn't get any more Irish than that. 
This was in Vero Beach. According to the arrest affidavit, River County Sheriff's deputies went into the fast food chain on 20th Street around 4 a.m. following reports of an irate woman at the drive-thru window. Witnesses told police that the woman, later identified as McLaughlin, well, ordered a large amount of food. Okay, 4 a.m., order a large amount of food. You know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Munchies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, she requested one flavor of each dipping sauce. So this was after she already paid, by the way. That's when she made that request for the dipping sauce. So the employees, okay, they said that the restaurant charges 25 cent per sauce. Mm-hmm. They really do. So, mm-hmm. okay, you want one of each? Give us a dollar. Yeah. We'll give you four. McLaughlin began swearing at the employees and threatened to get the sauce by whatever means necessary. But I hate that when customers do that, though. Police interviewed McLaughlin, who was still on the scene, and described her as having glossy eyes, <laughs> slurred speech, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she had breath that smelled of alcohol. <laughs> she was taken into, uh, well, I mean, while attempting to arrest her, okay, McLaughlin began to resist and dove on the counter for the sources. Girl wants that sweet and she sour. Really that's, that. that's more than liquor. She's hungry. Yeah, that's real hungry. That's more than liquor. That's all I got to say. She was eventually restrained and taken into the Indian River uh, County Jail for processing. She was charged with one count of disorderly conduct, one count of resisting arrest. She posted bond later that day, due back in court at the end of the month, right? But guess where she went right after? Right back. Right back. Right back. How do you go to jail for something like that? I would. I'm like, I know, I, I stabbed somebody. How do you get tased <laughs> over some tips, over some dipping sauce? She paid for the sauce when she went back. Say what? <laughs> Say what? Man, <laughs> Say why? That's bullshit. Worst thing you ever done when you're drunk, Bay? Worst thing I ever done. Worst when I... thing. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, good answer. <laughs> Model Ashton. Worst thing you've ever done while you were drunk? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. What happened? I hid behind a trash can and drank like two tall boys of this really strong drink. And I hid behind, I hid from my friends for like a good two hours behind a trash can. Why? Why behind a trash can? I thought it was funny. They what? couldn't find me and I thought it was hilarious. Was this underage drinking? No. No? This was overage drinking. It was overage drinking. <laughs> what was it? Why it the was, dumpster? I don't know. Man, what, that's honestly what I did though. No, I was, I was like, I was at this like family party. Uh huh. And I didn't know that the drink that I was drinking had that much alcohol in it. I just started drinking. I Long really Island. Drank that much before. <laughs> no, it was. Write like down a, your uh, your worst s- drunken s- moment ever uh, in the Facebook live feed, please. Yeah, I want to read them because I'm I don't drink really, so I never. Once I get drunk, hey, I'm at the house. Coach Chestnut, <laughs> worst thing that you do or have done when uh, when drunk? I still owe this cab driver an apology, but <laughs> I vomited on the back of his head. Oh, oh, was it like oh. a cough? And then he used to work for was it Liberty right there oh, at Fort Campbell? Yeah, yeah. Like I just upchucked right on the. Oh. I still like, all down his back. Yeah, it was. Oh. It was bad. And I had ate at the mess hall before we left too. It was bad. It was do it, Ashton. Do it. It was it was bad. It was bad. That is so 
I felt like I couldn't even stop. It was just like Did a you fun. pay? What you drinking? Yeah, I paid him. Well, my boys paid for him, but, better tip him. but that dude, he was crying. But Damn. the thing is, what was you Damn. drinking? Was it beer or liquor? Cisco. Oh. Mm. Cisco. Oh. Liquid crack. Oh. I never forget that dude's face. I was drinking four mm. locos. Ooh, really? Whenever I hid behind the trash can. Oh. And that's why I hid behind the trash can, because I drank two of those. Yeah, them things sneak up on you. They the one do. that got me was, um, I, I won't tell the fireball story. I, I can't get into that one. But oh, this was recent. But to, yeah. <laughs> we wasn't drinking fireball before there. The worst one, uh, where you just you just want to, you just want it to end, you know? It was Goldschlager. Okay. Jägermeister. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Walker Red. And hypnotic? Oh, yeah. I definitely ain't drinking that. Hypnotic? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I was over at my friend's house. This was underage drinking, too, mm. I believe. Man. All the trashy liquors. Ruined that kid's carpet mm. when his parents were away. Ugh. It's the worst. And then you're, you're at the toilet bowl and praying to the porcelain guy. <laughs> like, like, somebody's... So, somebody took a dump here, you know what I mean? And your face is just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Joe, did you lay up in Pissy Valley? Uh, <laughs> I know what Pissy Valley is. What's right? Pissy Valley? Pissy Valley is the left and right side of the toilet bowl, but almost <laughs> behind it, but not behind it. That piss that just hit off on the side. <laughs> like when you pissy wake up valley. in the We call pissy it Pissy valley. valley. Wake up in the morning, oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, Say what? So I feel like I have what? more stories that they're just not appropriate for Well, I Don't got, worry. We'll get into no, those in a little bit. He likes that, that. I got that yeah. one drunk story where a dude tried to shoot him. Okay. Well. we'll get into more drunk stories in just a moment. I like it. I like it. Let's share your drunk stories as well. Okay, my friends? Put them in that Facebook feed. We'll read them. Mm. But coming up, switch over to a local focus where the parents of the missing Clarksville team are frustrated with the investigation. I recently became Facebook friends with the father. And you got to hear what he has to say. I'll fill you in on everything, and his words are next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, what's up? I'm Dalton. I'm Matt. And we're, we're Stray Nova. Nova. We love listening to Joe stir the pot. You're listening to the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. You know what I can't stand? When you have people in Clarksville saying that there is nothing to do. Not for nothing. You couldn't be any more wrong. And obviously, you've never been to O'Connor's Irish Pub. Right off of exit one. It's like an adult daycare center. I mean, you go inside, you got the food, you got the drinks, okay? You got the DJ, you got the stage, you got the live music, the whole bit. It's fantastic. They got pool tables in the back, dartboards, video games, UFC main events on the dozens of screens that are inside and out. Oh, and outside. They got the cornhole boards. They got the outdoor tiki bar. They got the outdoor DJ party. They got this huge, massive stage where they bring in the big names like Black Label Society and Puddle of Mud and Greta Van Fleet. The monthly bikini contests are great. And I'm even getting good at that beer pong. They got karaoke nights on Wednesday. Open seven days a week. There's always something to do in Clarksville. O'Connor's Irish Pub. Exit one. Absolutely. Hey, this is Maria Charms with Artlink, and I love the Joe Padula Show because I like the authenticity of the guests that come on the show, the community business owners, the entrepreneurs, the leaders, and learning about all of the local events, the crazy stories. You got to hear about them, and you're listening to the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Blink. Joe Padilla Show, absolutely. 
Shout out to uh, Casey Bryan of Local Clarksville checking in. What's up, Casey? How you doing? All right. Don't worry. We'll get the uh, we'll get the, the choppy video feed all figured out before tomorrow. Yeah, because uh, we we do have a good presentation of information and uh, opinions, and uh, we'll not let technology get in the way of that. Nope. <laughs> See, that's my that's my snooty voice. Yes, yes, technology. Freaking computer. I said freaking. <laughs> I said freaking. It's close, though. It's close. Not close, but no cigar. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, the, uh, the parents of the missing Clarksville teen are uh, pretty frustrated with the investigation, it sounds like. Now, I recently became friends with the father of uh, mm-hmm. the missing teen. And uh, you got to hear what he has to say. Well, do you guys know the story? I'll fill you in. Uh, let me give you a back brief, and I'll show you what the uh, what the nineteen year old looks like. Mm-mm, where are you? Where are you? Where are you, brother man? If I didn't take my puff on my cigar, I could have had this already. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a puff, though. Yep, two puffs. Those puffs. Two puffs. Two puffs of my cigar. And two hits of a jewel. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You do the jewel. You like the vaping, huh? No. I mean, no. it's all right. Whenever I, I smoke cigarettes sometimes, but only when I drink. All right. And, you know, I hit the jewel because I don't have to worry about when yeah. going outside. Now, uh, in, in Tennessee and elsewhere now, uh, you got some 21 and over to buy them, mm-hmm. to purchase. You yeah. can still smoke them for what I understand with the law, but you can't purchase them anymore. I'm almost 23, and the guy, I didn't realize that it had already changed. I thought it was supposed to change next summer, and the guy was like, well, you just made it. And I was like, no, I made it a long time ago, sir. Like, did you look <laughs> at my birthday right? And <laughs> then he told me about it, and I was a little, in shock, a little shocked about it. All right, so 19-year-old uh, Zachary Marsh. All right, so uh, he's been missing since Friday night, December 20th. He's going to pop on the screen there in a minute there. He's a uh, six foot one, 130 pounds. Okay, he was last seen, uh, last seen wearing a gray and black sweatshirt, a brown jacket. Now, Zach's parents, okay, says that he and his roommate got into some sort of fight on that Friday at 4.30 p.m., and they asked him to leave their Clarksville apartment off of uh, Petra's Mill. Now, the dad, Eric, okay, Eric Marsh, he said that the argument had been over his son's... Ability to pay his portion of their rent. Now, following this argument, the roommates reported that Zach left the apartment to possibly pawn a 22 caliber that he owned in order to get enough money to pay his past due portion of the rent. So, it's also been reported that Zach quit his job at Lowe's two days before he went missing. He'd recently been uh, offered a new job, too, it's been saying now. But Eric, Eric the father, he said, After leaving the apartment, we know that Zachary visited a vape shop on Madison Street in Clarksville to purchase vape juice. Video surveillance and eyewitness report from this store places my son in the store at approximately 5.30 now. Okay? We can't get the picture of him up there. Looks like a nice kid, too. We got to get him up there. So, but nonetheless. So the Eric, the father, he went on to say, following Zachary's visit to the to the vape shop, 
We have no record or knowledge of his travels until uh, 21, uh, 21.30 hours. That's, uh, that's 9.30 p.m. That evening when he visited a convenience store located in uh, Whitebridge, uh, Whitebridge Pike, Pike, Nashville, West Nashville. So, pawn shop was, was said. Then they got surveillance of him going to the vape shop um, a more, uh, in Madison in Clarksville. Now, surveillance of him in West Nashville at like a gas station uh, convenience store. So nonetheless, I mean, according to the uh, the evidence, the video evidence and eyewitness reports confirm that uh, Zach was at the store alone and did not appear to be under stress or duress and uh, additional receipt evidence, bank transition, uh, transaction history also confirmed that he visited the location and entered his debit card pin. All right, so he's making a purchase. Now, after Zachary's visit to the convenience store, there is uh, no other evidence of his travels prior to uh, his car being located by his mother and stepfather on Sunday. Okay, so Friday, boom, leaves the apartment. Now they find the car on Sunday. This was around 1 a.m. in the morning Sunday, real early Sunday morning, on Gerald Ridge Road. His car was found abandoned in Montgomery County on that Gerald Ridge Road at the dead end next to the Cumberland River. So just up from the river, from uh, Lock B Road, uh, uh, McCormack Landing, Mm -hmm. the license plate was missing that had been on the back window. The car doors were locked. On the ground was a pair of his glasses with uh, the lenses popped out of them. They were kind of bent. There was also his vape mod device, and his coat was located, snagged on a tree branch in the Cumberland River. Oh, that's sad. So Eric, the father, he said, quote, As far as I'm aware, there was no evidence of a struggle or foul play. The Montgomery County Sheriff's Office searched the immediate area, right, where Zach's car was located and did not find obvious evidence of him elsewhere. So the sheriff's office, they brought out search dogs now. A, uh, what is this? A, Illinois? Illinois? Malinois. Malinois. Okay, and, uh, and it's, it's a bloodhound? Malinois is like a German, looks like a German shepherd, yeah, but they're slumber. Just, they're big. They're higher in intensity. All right, so they bring out the dogs. Okay, they uh, they they got a glove out of the car, one of his gloves. Okay, and the dogs. They they they, yeah, it was yeah. They grabbed the, the glove from the car. The dogs sniff it. They were able to follow a track that led to the river's edge, but did not find further evidence of him climbing or sliding down into the river. The father said that it's unclear to me that uh, if the dogs also picked up any additional. Turns or double backs as if Zachary walked to the river's edge, deposited something in the river, then returned to the area where his car was parked. That's from the father. They said that the dog did backtrack? Or they they didn't? They didn't. They said that the dogs didn't. Mm. That's what I was thinking. The sheriff's department, I will say, has very good dogs. And city, but sheriff definitely has very good dogs. Well, the search was taken to the water then. All right, the sheriff's office searched uh, using uh, this uh, the side scanning sonar. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, volunteer searchers also used side-scanning sonar. Multiple boats searched the shoreline and the river surface visually, and several people also searched the shoreline on foot. Now, the dad, he said that Montgomery County Sheriff's Office also had uh, access to my son's laptop, Google accounts, along with various other email accounts, social network accounts, and had representatives from T-Mobile ready and able to assist. So, here's the thing, though. The father also expressed some concerns with how the detectives accessed his son's laptop and cell phone for clues. He said that they had been doing searches under Zach's account and did not inform family members they supposed this to. was their approach. They don't have to. Here, like, check this one out. This is, uh, this is from the father. All right, uh... The sheriff's office has, uh, he said that they caused some uh, great emotional harm. Uh, when myself and private investigator, and the private investigator that he's, uh, that he's working with, uh, gained access to my son's iCloud account, and uh, we discovered another phone logged into his account that was not known. The phone was actively reporting its location to Apple's Find My Phone, you know, the Find My Phone service. So the parents have got to find my phone uh, service for, for this kid's phone. So it goes off. It pings. Hey, there's phone activity. So the, they said that the, the ping was coming from three, th- 374 in Clarksville. What is that, a, a highway? Three, yeah, that's um, 101st Parkway. 101st Parkway. Okay, so boom. There's the ping. 101st Parkway. It's the kid's phone being used. So... He went on to say both myself and the private investigator did not know of anyone else having access to my son's iCloud account, so we immediately went into action. The private investigator got on the road and went to follow the active phone track to determine if it was in fact my son. I called his mother and had her prepare to go meet the investigator as soon as we knew it was him. While the private investigator was following the suspect's vehicle, Okay, I attempted to contact the lead sheriff's investigator. Uh, he nor his uh, co-lead answered their phones, and then uh, not to have a voicemail activated, so I sent text messages. When the lead investigator called me back a few minutes later, I was informed that uh, of, of the situation and provided my private investigator's phone number, right, so they, they got back to him. Moments later, the father says the location tracking and they my, my, uh, find my iPhone... Okay, uh, the pulse turned off, and my private investigator calls and says that the sheriff's investigator was with the kid's phone driving around Clarksville running errands. Where did they find his phone then? Well, no, uh, through the son's iCloud profile, logged oh, in okay. on his phone. Right. You see how that, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Right. Hmm. Coach Chestnut, yeah, I mean, and there's these other scenarios too that that we'll go over on other shows, but uh, but what do you make of this? I mean, uh, you you have a background in, uh, in in criminal law, so I actually took a course for adoption and kidnapping. And how many years were you on the uh, on the force for? Fourteen. Fourteen years. Okay. Um, it's not unusual if you have a missing person and there's no no proof that that person deceased to have that phone on to see if someone will call it. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Also, he could have been using it to wait for someone, a forensic person, come available. So the sheriff's department and the city have forensic people, but they may not be working at the time or they're working on another item. Mm-hmm. As soon as they get free, he wants to have that phone with him. So right. he can go take it right off to the run of forensics. Because if it's an iPhone, it takes a long time to download a lot of data from an iPhone now. Okay. Especially if it's like a seven or better right. Right. it takes a long time to to extract that information See, i don't even think they have the phone right they're just using the icloud right. account to access the phone the the investigator i believe they did have the phone and that was just it they had the phone no, in the car just had the iCloud. no no they just went into the accounts they logged into yeah the and that's, that's not unusual either because they're still looking for information mm-hmm. to see if anybody a lot of times people will download phone i mean download right. music uh-huh. so if it's that reason that's still an active investigation right and law enforcement can't really afford to tell family or anyone else everything they're doing uh-huh. because now you contain you're, you're contaminating the, the actual investigation and a lot of people don't get that i'm not saying that they're perfect or anything like that but what i'm saying is if i'm the investigator and i'm telling you everything then i can even use you in court you don't you don't know who is going to be left in court you don't know who is a suspect at this point everyone is everyone everyone right 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 you know and i can understand where the family would feel insulted yeah. by this you know what i mean i i get that they have the right to right we just gotta look at this from this perspective uh-huh. <laughs> but if something is filed done or has happened don't you want justice for your loved ones so you just right. gotta be a little more understanding when it comes to law enforcement they're not gonna tell you everything because i hear you but at the same time that family i mean they oh i agree right 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 they 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 want the kid there you know but you said they they found his jacket in the cumberland right uh yes uh, according to the father's report the jacket was on a branch uh, in the cumberland his glasses and his glasses were on the right with the with the and his doors were locked Uh uh-huh and the license plate was gone that's weird right I know, I know. It's, it, it, here's what I'm hoping for, okay? This, because holiday season, the guy quits his job, right? He, uh, or, or fired, I don't even know what happened. He left his job at Lowe's there, and the, according to the mom, that he, he was about to start a new job, mm-hmm. all right? And, to, you know, the roommates, hey, we don't want you here or whatever, or you, you got to, oh, the pawn shop. Ma- ma- I, I hope he staged it all for attention. I really do. I because I, I hope that's the worst case scenario. Agreed. You know what I mean? I really yeah. do. Because uh, and I'm sorry that the picture of, uh, of of the kids not popping up because, you know, I mean he looks like a, a good kid. And, and, you know, you, you don't want to just assess by a picture or whatever. But 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 by reading the father and everyone's comments about this kid, he sounds like a good mm-hmm. kid. And what you said happens a lot. People get frustrated enough, and he might not want to be found. Right. You know, people do that. Something else bad could happen. Of course, we hope it, that has not happened. But people get in those modes where they don't want to be found. They don't want to be bothered. So mm-hmm. let's just hope that's the case and he can come back to his family and right. live on to, you know, do great things. Right. If you'd like to uh, the help uh, or uh, have any information on anything, uh, you can reach Eric. Okay. He put his number out there. He said, do it. Uh, 256-656-7240. I'll put the link in the uh, in the show here. Yeah. Bang. Last thoughts. What do you got? (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. Because you can't find the license plate, cell phones, what about the car keys? Interesting. Right. And mind you, they could have that. They could have done several things. If you see a car sitting on the side of the road, around here, people will take your plate off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not unusual. Mm -hmm. Interesting. If that that car sit more than eight, nine hours and the sun go down, someone taking a plate, that's not unusual. It depends on the car, too. 
Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people in Clarksville got the same car. Hey. Crazy story. <laughs> yep. That happens quite a bit. <laughs> All right, coming up. Let's play a new game called Mugshot Trivia. Yes. <laughs> I have three mugshots coming out of Nashville, and you got to guess the charge. Okay? <laughs> yes. Worst selfie ever is next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Jeff Robinson, Black Horse Pub and Brewery, here at the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Here with No Bull Beauty Full Service Salon and Medical Spa, we got Carly Linza. You offer eyelash extensions, acupuncture, hair removal, and you guys are the only salon in Middle Tennessee to offer Xeomin. Now, what the hell is Xeomin? Xeomin is a version of Botox that doesn't have the preservatives and additives that Botox does. It's a more pure version, and you're not going to have a reaction to the product. Okay. You're going to have a better result, and you're not going to build up a tolerance for it. For more on appointments, go to noblebeauty.com. New segment called the Baby Daddies. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to learn the story of Model Ashen's Baby Daddy. <laughs> All right. So uh, he's from West Virginia originally, huh? Right. And how did you guys meet? I met him at a rodeo. Okay. Do tell. Okay. So he was there with my best friend to watch me barrel race. And Coach Chestnut, while I... Uh, Mess around with the computers, please ask questions along the way, and I'll be shouting questions from underneath the counter. Sure, no problem. And uh, headphones, headphones, yes. So he was there with my best friend, and he, I don't know, he was there with her because they liked each other, apparently. They met on, you know, the old Tinder, and they ended up hating each other. Like, she thought he was weird. So you stole I, I Then, later on, I was on Tinder. You, you stole your friend's Tinder date? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's dirty. I did. But, and then... <laughs> good dirt. Well, not on purpose, so she ignored him. So you tripped and fell on top of him by mistake. Well, actually, what happened was she ignored him, and then I was on Tinder, because, you know, I would never do a thing like that. But, right. But I was swiping a little bit, and I saw him on there. Were you a swipe like, drunk? I don't. Were you drunk swiping? No. I never get on my phone when I'm drunk. Do you, really? still, do you still have Tinder to this date? I do not. Me neither. I, I, you had to get rid of it, right? Right. It was, it's, it's a bunch of uggos and weirdos. It's the worst. Do you take the phone to the bathroom with you? I do. See? I do mm -hmm. sometimes, but I, I do not get on my phone when I'm drunk. I will say that I am not a drunk texter. Good, good, good. Yeah. Oh, you'll save a lot of drama that way. Oh, yeah. But go on. You know me. I I'm avoid drama at all costs. Model Ashton doesn't like it. So what, what did you like about him? I don't even know. You don't... <laughs> Oh, you had to like something about him. I don't know. Wait, think, wait how long from the rodeo to the consummation? <laughs> <laughs> Smash um, fest. It was like almost a year. Really? Uh, oh, okay. That's not bad. No, no it's yeah. not. Yeah, he was patient. <laughs> wait, that's how you guys do it sometimes. You have to. Oh, you mean until the first day time? you wait a year? Till the first time or until I, I got pregnant? Oh, oh, sorry. I, I was 20 yeah, when I lost my virginity, sir. <laughs> oh, I'll leave. Yeah, let let me, yeah, me re-ask. Uh, <laughs> how long until, yes, not, not insemination, but yes, <laughs> confirmation. <laughs> okay. So that was Was it at the rodeo? No. It was like three By the dumpster with the with the tall boys? No, 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 it wasn't. It was like I wanna say it was probably like four months. Oh, okay. That's not bad. It's still not so, bad. So you don't remember anything that you like? What stood out about? I mean, him? I thought he was funny. Okay. I thought he was funny. I mean he's still funny. Funny looking. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. So during this time, what would you say that you, that that you could have done differently? 
Um, I could have stayed away from boys. I needed to focus on myself. If I could go back and tell me things that I need to know. <laughs> Are you going to go lesbian? No. I'd, I'm the straightest person you'll probably ever meet. There you go. I couldn't do it. But even if you just focus on you, as human beings and adults, we all have urges. Right. And sometimes when you have these urges, you can't focus. On yourself. Right. So sometimes you have to take care of these urges so you can focus on yourself. So right. I, maybe I should have just urged myself a little less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's true. That's, that's possible. That's possible. Right. So what are you going to do in your next relationship? Um... Well, here's the thing. I got a good video that you posted about you dating in 2020, so save that for tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, that's even better. But go on. Okay, so so the rodeo, <laughs> you're all in. You're like, this is the guy. No, I was not. Oh, I ignored him. I was with somebody else. Oh, wait. You went on a date with him while you were dating someone else? No. So my best friend was on a date with my with my child's dad. Uh huh. And with my baby daddy. <laughs> and I was like i guess he's kind of cute but i i kind of ignored him i didn't pay attention to him at all why why do women do that why do you ignore us but then y'all i didn't mean to i wasn't but then paying give in. he was there with my friends so i wasn't really worried about him so do you like to be pursued yeah aggressively or just moderately moderately mm. have you ever pursued somebody that you wanted yes i have and usually that does not work out for me why not i don't know I feel like I'm a little too aggressive with it. Like I'm too, I don't want to say aggressive with it, but I'm too nice. Really? Yeah, I feel like guys like mean girls. Like they want somebody that's going to tell them what to do and I don't tell you what to do. Oh. That's not a guy, that's yeah. a boy. Yeah, right. most men don't want, want that. I feel like they do. <laughs> I, think I, we, like they I think do. we do like aggressive women in nature because we hate guessing on what you want. Right. <laughs> and and sometimes women think, well, you're supposed to know. And we don't no. do a good job as supposed I, to know anything. We want a woman, not a girl. I am not See, I am not your ex-boyfriend. I've learned. I'm trying to learn. I have learned that I'm just very upfront with everything. Where I want to eat. <laughs> what I really? want Wait, wait, back up. Back I up, know. Back. That's, that's you weird. mean to tell me. You know. I'm always Hang on. <laughs> you mean to tell me if we were dating, I say where you wanted to eat, you, you would actually have a location. And I would, yeah. And wow. would be like, I don't know, I don't care. You are an endangered species, yeah. I right? Am. Yeah, but her answer is cookout, right? <laughs> it, I, well, that or Taco Bell. Hey, take anything off the menu, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can get whatever you want, baby. <laughs> upsize that, on upsize me. that. It's on me. I'll get a large. Uh, you want some cheese sauce? That's unusual. It Most is. of the time, mm-hmm. that that's almost a detriment to some relationships. Where mm-hmm. they can't even make a decision where someone wants to eat. I was on a date last night at Yada on Franklin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice out, place. You went out on a date. Went on a date. Oh, nice. Ooh. Really? Yep. He, How was that? He do that more than what you think. <sighs> he just don't let nobody know. Um, <laughs> I enjoy going out to eat. I like learning about people, mm-hmm. and I like. I, I'm not. I don't interview, but a lot of conversation. A lot of conversation. I, I mean, I lead conversation. You know, and. Uh, Maybe sometimes I shouldn't lead conversation. <laughs> Maybe sometimes I, I'm like, oh. But, but I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm glad I found out information about people. You know, and that's good. And, and, and I, I love sharing information with the other person, too. Especially now. And that, You put it out there up front. Okay? Right. You, you, no more the games. Because the games. Mm, right. yeah, they're, they're, not fun. they're not fun anymore. It used no. to be fun. Yeah. But now it just. You got to watch out. 
Now you're messing with somebody's life. Now right. you're older. Exactly. There's so much more responsibility now. Right. And, and people emotions are getting involved. Where I, I remember my uh, my father told me, I always remember this statement. And when someone made this statement, whether you male or female, believe it. When someone says, "If I can't have you, no one will," <laughs> they say they're joking, <laughs> no, but, but they, they really mean it. But <laughs> like they, they really but mean they it. that you, I will find you. Yes, <laughs> you will wake up dead. <laughs> when someone okay. make that comment, you should be like, "Doo doo." You know, and I've had friends recently who've had the most terrible breakups in ever mm-hmm. like ridiculous breakups and I, at one point in their relationship the guy said if we break up I'm gonna try and ruin your life and I'll tell you what they, they broke it. up and he tried to ruin yeah. her life he really did one thing that's that's it's very toxic crazy about it's a good word for it Clarksville Montgomery Cox- County area if you take all the homicides that we have every year I think we averaged, we used to average around 10, 11. I think we're up to like 14 now. But 50% of our homicides are domestic related. And it's yeah. been consistent for the last 15 years, pretty much. So, pretty much, if you can have a decent relationship, don't get involved in drugs, you pretty much can let it be 75 around here. <laughs> I will tell you that at one point, my friend and her boyfriend broke up and he hid in our bushes. I see that's but they do that they they do that, he did. They do that. so if if you wanted to get what's the things what's some of the things you stay away from that you see in males um I don't like no I like everybody so you you comfortable dating outside your race I am Oh, that's good. I think that we all have the same heart, so yeah, I agree. we're all the same on the inside. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Everybody's lot, just a little bit darker than everybody. Else. A lot of students ask, "What coach would you do?" So I'm like, "I like women. Uh, <laughs> like, I like I men, yeah, just see? in general." That's yeah. just my, I wasn't. I don't want to say I wasn't raised like that, but my I wasn't really. I mean, I I feel like I I just kind of learned that myself with getting to know people mm-hmm. in general and came I into your own. Kind of went my own way. I, I had I mean, a black woman say I was the best ever. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, uh, at what's it called? At, at smoking cigars. She said I was the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So. So what? What? What do you look? What do you stay away from? I stay away from people who are controlling. If they want to control what I'm doing and want to know my every move, because I'm very independent and I want to pay for my own stuff. Sometimes I want. You wanna, really are an endangered good. species. I I like. I like to be my own person. <laughs> All my sisters are way underage. Well, <laughs> I am the oldest. I'm the oldest of What's your, five Is your siblings. mom available for Joe? Nope. Well, darn, Joe. And my mom ain't like me. I, I don't know how I am the way that I am. I think I just kind of figured it out myself. Do you like them older? Do I? Yeah. Eh? She doesn't have any Eh? Not really. I think like like 30. Yeah, 30. 30 is a good age. Right. I'm almost 23, but okay. I have a child, so yeah, I'm a little bit more mature. Yeah, you if you better stick with at least 30. Right. <laughs> like if you have a child, yeah. And I'm not saying all 30 year olds are gonna be mature either, but I don't. Yeah, I don't date younger. Yeah, that's. Good. I refuse. I refuse yeah. to date younger. And you have a daughter, is that right? I do. She's yeah, six months. Yeah, yeah. You, 30 is a good number to start with. Yeah. That's what I'm I saying. I would agree. I would agree. I don't want much older than 30. I think that that's a good. Up to that age difference is good. What do you think that you will uh, try to achieve with your daughter um, that you didn't succeed with doing? 
Um, I want her to know that she can do whatever she wants to do. Because when I was younger, I didn't always grow up in a household where I knew that if I wanted to be a doctor, I could. Even if someone in my household was a like a coal miner or something. Why do you think that was? Um, I why, just... Why, why try to suppress your dream? I think that I just grew up in a town that was, at one point, like the seventh most impoverished s- town in the state of Kentucky. What, so what we, town is this again? Dawson Springs. Oh, really? Wow. I so I grew up in a town that was very, at one point... Traditional. Traditional, very, at one point, very racist. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that they were just trying to protect you from hurting hurting your dreams or being disappointed? I think that they just wanted me to end up like everybody else in our town. Working at a local store. Working at a local, local store, factory. doing nothing more than just, you know. Hey, dream big. You know what I mean? Pursue I want her to know that she can chase whatever dream she wants to. And that, it, and that it's okay to be herself. That she didn't have to be like anybody else. So, so what hap- what happened to you that allowed you to break out that mold? I moved away. I I moved to Texas. It's very cultured there, mm. the town that I was living in. I was in southeast Texas, and it was it was a smaller town, but big enough that I didn't know everybody, but everybody knew me by the time I was out of high school. And the town that I lived in, the school that I went to was huge. Like we had a police station in there. We had a bakery. I got to do like pretty much chased my dream for a little bit whatever dream i thought that i had mm-hmm. for a little bit um what was that dream i wanted to i wanted to be a music therapist okay for a little while and so Explain i a music therapist what is a music therapist it's so it's a therapist that plays music with children who are special needs or um for for a form of therapy and not always special needs but kids who have disabilities or not even just kids but adults as well who have disabilities so that's what I wanted to do and once I moved to Texas I I started working with a lot of special needs kids and really kind of testing the waters for what I would want to do I got out of the little bitty town that I was in and it really it really helped me honestly I would suggest for people if you're stuck in a small town to get out of the town that you live in and go just go see things just experience something other than the little bitty town that and what made you choose Clarksville I it's close to home but it's it's big enough that I don't know everyone like I said like it's it has tons of different cultures here especially with it being a military town there's tons of different people from everywhere and I like that good yeah Okay, dating do's and don'ts, your tips. My two, my do's and don'ts, let's see. I'm not too great at dating, but I will know, never go through your partner's phone. Oh, do tell. I I feel like if you have to go through each other's stuff, then what's the point in dating in the first place? There you go. You know, if you can't trust each other, then what's the point? Um, You know, if you feel like you have to go through their phone, Maybe you what the, your partner wouldn't feel like they had to go through it or anything like that if you didn't keep passcodes on it or keep it flipped upside down where you can't see the screen or if you're just shady about it, you know. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Um, I don't think that you should have to keep tabs on where the other person is, is in the relationship at all times. Like you don't have to know what they're doing at all times. You know, I think that's a big one. 
Um, I think that you should, you should do something that each other likes, you know, like at least one day out of the week, designate that day to, you know, not really have like a date night, but like watch a movie together or just, or go out to eat if, you know, that's in your budget. I feel like just one day out of the week, you know, cause you don't have to be stuck up each other's butt all the time. Absolutely. But, but. <laughs> You Unless know. they're into that. <laughs> Unless you're into that, you know, whatever floats your boat, man. <laughs> Na- name a city that you want to visit. A city that I want to visit. I want to visit Anchorage, Alaska. Trees and heat. <laughs> no, I mean, I was in the heat in Texas for a long time, so I, I just want to, I love the mountains. So anything mountainous, I love I want to see. I like the wilderness. You hunt? Um, my family hunts. I have actually never been hunting, but I totally would go. You fish? I do. And I bow fish as well. So kind wow. of. kind of Got a little hunting spirit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I just never really had the, I don't want to say I didn't have the chance because my whole entire family are huge hunters, like huge into hunting. But I never really went with my dad or anything like that. He took me once to go duck hunting because our dog was sick. And I had to go get the birds. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to kill them, but I ain't going to get them. No, he made me get out there in some waders and go and pick them up. Mm. What's one place you want to visit? Uh, I definitely i am going to go to Africa. I haven't been. Um, but I want to make sure I got my money really right. Like, right, right. Right, right. I don't, I'm not going over there just to see i want to go and experience i want to spend 30 days over there right so i know that's going to cost me about eight and nine. um i have a cousin who did research on our family she was working on her doctoral degree and she traced our ancestry from when we first um, came to the united states mm-hmm. as slaves and so she recovered the tribe that we come from and the area in which we come from. So I would like to go over back over there and pick up where she left off. Um, she got a lot done, and she ran out of time. And now she's older, so I, I think it's my time to go back and get the rest of the story. Right. I, th- I know once um, me personally and a lot of my cousins, once we found out our family his- history, I definitely felt more empowered like to know exactly where we came from who bought us you know we were lucky um our slave owner who bought my family he bought our whole entire family where most families don't get that lucky they get split up but he bought Mm -hmm. the entire family and my family worked on the same farmland the whole time and um they was able to pay for their freedom and they actually bought the same land that they worked and became owners of it so the the same land they were slaves on they came older, and I think we own still maybe 20 acres left out of 180. That's awesome. <coughs> so in um, West South Carolina, I went there two summers ago with my dad and went there, and it is like it's just, I don't know. It feels like it's the, holy land. Like I know the feeling because I, I was, um, my dad, He he's a farmer. He does, hort- he's into like holistic farming and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And whenever he was in college, he graduated from the University of Kentucky. And when he was in college, he had a farm where he was growing um, organic like tomatoes and stuff. And he was leasing out the property. But on the property, it was like this old farm and they had two original slave houses still. Mm-hmm. 
and they let me go in them and it was weird like when you walk in there's like this weird feeling vibe, like, yeah. the, the weird vibe you know mm-hmm. when you go in there and there were still like markings on the walls from where they were like r- drawing in the walls mm-hmm. and stuff and um and they hadn't replaced anything in the houses good. yet and there uh we drove around their property and they had um two more plantations on that property like two big houses mm-hmm. and a couple other like little slave houses too mm-hmm. that i didn't get to go in but i went into the ones that were literally directly in their backyard yeah and they were gonna co- like turn them into guest houses yeah, they killing history right there mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but it was it was really they were really cool to go in it was a really weird and they had a cemetery that was in the same Vicinity. little plot that my dad was farming, and I was all kind of weirded out because yeah. I was like, Dad's about to dig something up. Body. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, because like, back then, uh, most of them was just wrapped in burlap. Most of them didn't even have, co- like, if it was, like, an older statesman in the family, they made a wooden box for them. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, they just wrapped them in burlap and buried right. them just as that. So. right. It was really cool though. It was up in the Lexington, Kentucky areas when I went. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my goal. I, I think um, even in stories like what you just said, like that empowers me to want to find out. Right. Um, have you ever been in New York City? I have never been in New York. So I used to go to New York City all the time to go shopping, and, and then when my daughter graduated from high school, I took her and her best friend to see the Statue of Liberty in Ellis Island. And I remember when I did the trip to Ellis Island, when we come back across, they show you where all the um, people from different countries were imported in through the New York Harbor, um, through Ellis Island. And the one thing that kind of disturbed me is, like, they had nothing or no one from African descent. And I was like, all these people came through here, and now one African, now one slave. I was like, they had no flags from, you know, of the African continent at all. And I was like, that's when I was like, this is not correct history. <laughs> like, this right. is not, there's no way. There's no, no way. way, right? Not one single African. And ever since then, I just had a different vibe on top of what my, my cousin had told me. And I just, I was inspired by all of that. So I started doing my own history. See, check. so I did some research into my family's history. And I found out that uh, on my dad's side, my great-great-grandpa were, what is it? I don't even remember how many greats it was. Honestly, I can't even remember. But he was a general for the Confederate Army. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that on my mom's side, I also had a grandpa that was also a general for the Confederate Army. And my dad just did some research on our family history, and we found out that we have three knights that were in our family in England, mm. which is pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. And um, so I think I'm going to get all the information that he has on, like, my Coleman side of the family. And you and have to earn the right to be a knight. That's not Yeah, we have yeah. three. Yep. Three knights, which are pretty cool. So I, I he's doing all the research now. He called my grandpa the other day to tell him, like, hey, we have three knights in our family. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So I think I'm going to get the information from him and, like, look over it after he does it. I've, I'm extremely Native American as well. That's good. Yeah. You, you, you found all that out? Um, I know that I'm Native American. I've known that for a really long time. Okay. My my great-great-great-grandmother was, like, the princess of a Cherokee tribe. Her name was Talitha Americus. Okay. And she ran off with a white man, and she got shunned from the tribe. So, Sounds about yeah, what happens. <laughs> right. But um, I still have a picture of her. And I don't have any tattoos at all. 
mm-hmm. I'm getting a tattoo of her on my arm because I still have like a picture of like her face and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get like it all Cherokeeed out. But um, but yeah, she she's a very pretty woman. I, I look a lot like her actually. What in, what it, does that in, knowing about your history? Do you feel like that empowers you more? I think so. I I like knowing where I come from because I I mean a lot of like some people can just be like oh I'm just Russian or I'm just Polish but I, I'm like a lot of different things so yeah. it's it's interesting for me to know where I came from mm-hmm. like Very why right. I am the way it that I am. Helps tell the story. Yeah, yeah exactly. It helps you, tell the story. Do you find it conflicting in your family? Like. I know, uh, like this, like I said, I know the history of my father's side of the family because my father's side of the family is very big on history, very mm-hmm. cerebral, very uh, traditional when it comes to uh, our culture. Like on my father's side of the family, everyone wears dashikis and traditional mm-hmm. African wear. That's their normal dress. Right. And then my mother's side of the fam- family, no one dresses like that. <laughs> no right. one is concerned about history or family or they trying to get a paycheck and that's all, you know, it's just not that they don't, they don't care or they don't love. It's just, they have a different vibe about it or a different needs and wants. But on my father's other family, you can tell it's, it's like night and day. My, all my aunts dress traditional it, African garb it, all it the time. It is really interesting for me to know because, you know, and you know, a lot of people, you know, think like the, the rebel flag is very offensive which, you know, for their reasons and stuff. But for me, it's just, like, my family history. Like, my, my great, 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 great grandfather or whatever, however many greats. I can't mm. even remember. I don't remember at this point. Heritage, you not know, hate. It's just, <laughs> just my heritage, you know. That's where I came from. It's my family. I grew up in the South. Mm. My, my whole family's from the South, you know, learning that my great, great, great great grandfather was a chief of a Cherokee tribe mm-hmm. forced my great 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 grandma out because she married a white man mm-hmm. you know all of that for me you know, like during the trail of tears or whatever all of that for me just kind of like shows that where I came from like who I am why I am the way that I am you know mm-hmm. why I look the way that I look you know why my skin color is the way that it is got that little olive tone to it yeah, yeah why why I'm you know why I'm me and I like that I like I, to know I think the confederate flag like growing up always felt like it was offensive and if you go by the history that we're taught, it always it automatically grooms you to to feel offensive when you see it. Um, but I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't. I'm not. Of course, I'm not going to be putting it on the back of my truck or flat outside my house. Right. But when other people do it, I'm not concerned about it. Like I don't. Right. I don't automatically have that assumption that they're one way or another, right. um, because I know there's two sides to the story, and that there's history there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's because the, the reason why so many African-Americans are feel like it's feel slighted is because the way we were groomed. I mean, w- if you look the way hit school is, they never, they should just been more honest from the very beginning when they taught history. <laughs> then it wouldn't be so taboo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, it depends. Yeah. You get this kicked out the classroom like I did. My grandfather. There was actually a war during the Civil War named after him. Yeah. Pickett's yeah. Charge, I believe. And, you know, for me, you know, like I said, it's just history. Like, I'm not... Your, grand, your heritage is Pickett? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's a big one. Yes. So, I... Damn. Yeah. All right. You have... So, this is in Reesville, Virginia. I mean, this is in Richmond, Virginia. I've never been there. My, I own... 
land in Reedsville, Virginia. That's where my grandmothers live. Mm-hmm. When you drive between Reedsville and Richmond, there's a lot of picket signs like picket park, picket this. I mean, this. It's a yeah, big deal. Yeah, it's a it big is. Deal. Yeah, that was my. That's, that's my grandfather. Yeah, like this is. That's what I'm looking at. Like, I don't even think you understand how big this it is. It is a big deal. Yeah. I think it is a big deal. And actually, the president of the United States at the time Abraham wrote Lincoln. wrote a uh, wrote an article. I don't know. It's like I don't want to say article, but wrote something. I can't remember what it was about yeah, how good of about how mm. good of a man he was. Yeah. If, oh, that might have been the president of the Confederacy, Jefferson Davis. There, <laughs> there's a like a, so in Reedsville, it's That's a port cool. town, mm-hmm. and it, the Reedsville sits on the Chesapeake Bay, and then like from the property that my grandma lived, like literally right on the corner is where the harbor is. You there? I can't remember. I, I wish I still had the pictures, but I don't. Um, but I took pictures of the sign. Um, but there's. I, I want to say it says the picket platoon or the picket something, but there this word, I mean, the name picket is all up and through uh, Virginia. It's a big deal, yeah. yeah. So I just found out about this like a couple months ago. I had no idea yeah. until recently. And once I found out, I, I started wanting to know more right. and more about, you know, my, my heritage and What's everything. I thought it was really cool when I found out. Knowledge is power. Yeah. It is, it is. It's sure. even, even, so I teach criminal justice, right? Mm-hmm. And I try to use it to like bridge these gaps between race. I, I use history and music a lot. And so some once a year, I do have like a culture day where you can bring into school or where whatever identifies your culture. And it's a lot of students that have no idea and they get frustrated and mad because you have some students in there know all their family history and you have other students that don't. So, you know, I tell them, well, bring something or wear something to do something to show us your culture within your home. And they do it. But afterwards, every year, literally, I have students come up to me like, I'm going to find out where my, my history is. Right. Because they're not a determined. Right. But I do warn on say, let me let you know something. Your family, anything like my family, there's a lot of family secrets from back in the day. And you might piss off some people <laughs> asking questions. So not mm. try to stir or scare anybody mm. away, but... Like a lot of a lot of reasons why we don't know anything about our family history because our elders a lot of time don't want to talk about it or they don't right. want to, you know, bring up the past or something that might have went bad. But I'm a firm believer that the more history we know about each other, I think is less miscommunication between each other, especially amongst cultures. Is is we? I'm like ridiculous. So many different things too. I'm like well, yeah, Irish we all and Scottish are. and Native American and French and. English and I don't even know what else I am. Mm-hmm. I I I am I'm planning on doing the whole research thing, you know, sometime soon. So and we've 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 allowed politics to separate us. We've mm-hmm. allowed race to separate us. We allowed right. gender. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's like we still got to network and be amongst each other. Like that, you can't just disown someone because of their political view or their gender or race. It just You're makes right. no sense. And no, what I was. What I was thinking earlier, whenever you were talking about the the rebel flag, um, just because that's something to me for you know heritage doesn't people don't understand just because you that someone flies that for whatever reason they decide it doesn't mean they're racist. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just where they come from. Because I'm not racist in any way, form, or fashion. Like like I said, I would date someone outside of my race. I don't care. I think we're all the same person type of person. We all bleed the same. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me. 
I don't care what what color you are. You could be purple. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so to me, the flag is just a flag. And I think that if people really got more into history and yep. learning more, yeah, that I they would see that instead of seeing it as a racial slur. Yeah, and people got to do their homework. Look, look right. Look up, look up Bass Reeves. People, people go by what they see, they hear, or you know those news headlines. It's mm-hmm. the reason why you see the National Enquirer and then they got a question mark after that statement because they're trying mm-hmm. to cover their butt. They're not saying what their what their headline is factual. Mm-hmm. You know, they're putting a question out there, and until you do your own research and homework, you can, you you gonna be abused. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Intellectually, it's like right. you need to do your own you homework. Understand anything. Yeah, I'm you got to do your own homework. I've been kicked out of class before history class. So I never, <laughs> I didn't get, uh, I never wanted to say anything when I was younger because my father was like, if you get in trouble, no, if if you get in trouble, get suspended or get in trouble. Now if I got to take off work. I'm beating yo. Like it was and I was more afraid of getting beat than getting suspended, you know. So I was just like, I'm gonna just stay out of trouble. But see, I went to Central, so Yeah. My father was not playing that. Initially my father was paying for me to go to a private school. So initially I started off in a private was I was the only African American in the entire school. Right. And it was a Catholic school. That's the type of school I went to before I moved off to Texas. There was I will tell you what, there was, in the town that I lived in, they had, like, down the street from me, the Discovery Channel or some type of channel did a whole entire thing on the KKK, and mm-hmm. they were they lived down the street that I lived down. And there was only maybe one African-American person that lived in the town that I lived in. Anytime someone would grow up, there'd be a note on their car saying, you need to get the heck out of here, mm-hmm. you know? So I... Like I said, I shouldn't be the way that I am, but I just chose to choose love over hatred. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, uh, them sundown towns, stay away from them. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> look, I tried my best to get out of school. My father was like, nope. I'm like, uh, I'm not trying to be Martin Luther King out here. I'm like, I just want to go to school, man. Like, I even had to look at nuns different because they were so mean. I was like... If this lady step on my baby toe one more time, like I'm gonna kick her in her shin. Like they was, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they did it because I was black, but I will say they was not nice. Like I was like, it, you know, when you do that as a kid, it gives a kid conflicting views on religion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, why is this lady keep stepping on my baby toe? And you're a nun. She Where did is on God? purpose. She's stepping on your toe on purpose. Like my, my ba- literally my baby toe. She would walk by. And like my foot would be all the way all the way under my desk, and she would just step on it, like roll, like roll her foot over it, like the ball of her foot. Ooh. You can just feel my. That's why my baby toes messed up now. It's like, like why? Why would you do that? Or if I got a question wrong, she would eventually, sometime during that class, she would step on it. It, it just that's never. Terrible. That was daily. That was. That's da- terrible. And then what do you? What I'm gonna go back and tell my mother she stepped. Boy, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she stepped on my baby she, toe. Yeah, it's just, it was, they used to do crazy stuff. That's so funny. Mm. That's funny. Or you're not eating lunch in the cafeteria. You got eating in the classroom. But why? Because I said so. That's how I met my best friend. She had a Bible study during lunch, and I got in trouble all the time when mm-hmm. I was in sixth grade or something for talking or whatever else. And they're like, you know what, Ashton? You're going to detention during lunch. You're going to Leah's Bible study. So I went to Bible study, and 
That's how we met each other. I was in trouble all the time, and she had a Bible study, and now she's going to go mm-hmm. be a missionary. <laughs> and I'm still and getting, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're you, still best she's friends. Going to, she's going to Bible study. You're going to be a heathen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now she's she's out. literally going to missionary school. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, she wants to do hair or teach women how to do hair to stay out of sex slavery. Wow, yeah. Yeah. And she's a licensed cosmetologist, so she kind of got that out of the way and then decided, you know what, I don't want to do that anymore. I kind of want to be go to missionary school. You know, when I got sent to um, – I didn't understand the complexities of going one to a private school, let alone a, a Catholic school, because I was <laughs> unsure, right? And so that first month there – they did communion, mm-hmm. and I hadn't been baptized. <laughs> and I went up there and had the, the grape juice and took <laughs> and the, the bread. bread. And they was like, you can't do that. <laughs> I, you think I'm joking? Oh, no, I believe. I thought the Lord was going to strike me down and kill me. I, thought, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die when I go home. I was afraid to go to sleep. I'm kidding. I was up for almost a day, and I finally told my mother. She was like, stop acting stupid. Like, no, I'm serious. I thought. I thought I was going to die tonight. Like, <laughs> no one believed me. I'm like, this is That's traumatizing. So like, That's y'all so don't funny. see where I've y'all I've never been me? to a Catholic church. Mm. Man, I, Everybody I know from high school was all Catholic, though. They were all Catholic. I, I hadn't even been baptized. I didn't, I didn't know. I just went up there. I just followed the line of everybody else. They used to make me sit on the little, uh, you know, that little mm-hmm. thing to get on that. your knees and pray. <laughs> so I was praying, so I just thought I was supposed to, you know, go up there. And it was like, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> God will strike you down. Mm. I was like, really? What for? How real? old were you? I was like first, second grade. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I was poor in, boy. I was in private school to like <laughs> fifth grade, I think. You poor fifth, little boy. The, look, I, I you can't think I'm joking. That's poor why I was. Boy. I was terrified of nuns. I was like, nah, they gonna they gonna send me to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's nope, a, not mm. going there. That's funny. And my mm-hmm. mother was getting mad. Like, why you don't like going to church? Because I was so confused. I was confused. They're stepping on my big toes yeah. and they're striking me down. Because they make you go to church and you sit there. But my mother, church, they didn't have like children's church at that time. You just mm-hmm. sit there, you learn and listen and hear, just read the Bible. But they didn't tell me anything. They just assumed that. I don't I don't know how they assumed I would know things. I eventually had to teach myself. But like I said, I was already traumatized <laughs> right. in the Catholic school. I'm like, none's mm-hmm. not that nice. And they like, <gasps> how dare you say that? No, I'm speaking of personal experience. Like, they're not nice. That's funny. <laughs> My mother's like, please don't ask mm-hmm. this boy. Nothing about, you know, Catholic. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, I never, like I said, I'd never been to a Catholic church before, but all my friends were Catholic. This conversation will continue another day. Let's get the hell out of here. But I know you got enough content Ooh. now. <laughs> and and record. Mm.